0: Stop serving compliment sandwiches. Stop shoving your constructive criticism inside two stale pieces of praise and start giving your people feedback they actually want. Hey leader, David Burkus here, organizational psychologist and author of four best best-selling books on helping leaders and teams do their best work ever. And a big part of doing your best work ever is feedback. Feedback that helps you improve as a leader, feedback that helps your whole team improve, feedback that helps the individuals on your team improve. But giving feedback is something a lot of leaders struggle with. Maybe because it's uncomfortable, and, and I totally get that one, or the methods they were taught are absolutely terrible. Consider the compliment sandwich you've eaten a compliment sandwich. A compliment sandwich, I don't know where this came from. I have to assume some 1980s HR manual somewhere first pitched the idea, but the idea behind a compliment sandwich is that you're supposed to take whatever constructive feedback you want to give somebody and just before it and just afterward put a little bit of praise in there comment on some positive things i mean it's the feedback equivalent of mary poppins and a spoonful of sugar makes the medicine go down and most people who get served a compliment sandwich the end result is that they're really unclear of what the feedback actually is and they're really unclear about how to change their actions how to change their behavior in a way that can actually improve their performance so the big secret to giving great feedback is to not serve compliment sandwiches. In fact, it's to break apart this whole idea. When you have positive feedback, give it at a different time than when you have constructive feedback or constructive criticism. The compliment sandwich might have been an effort to make it a little bit easier to receive constructive feedback, but the truth is if you have to do that for your people, then you failed a couple steps further back. You failed to teach your people that That failure is feedback and that it's okay and that the point of the constructive criticism is to take that failure and turn it into a learning opportunity that gets everybody better. So if the secret to giving great feedback is to separate out your positive feedback and your constructive feedback, then we should talk about each one in turn. In terms of positive feedback, the reason you wanna give positive feedback is not only because it helps people feel appreciated and help people feel good, and not only because it builds kind of team camaraderie, but also because it helps reinforce the behaviors and the actions and the skill sets that you need to see on the whole team much more often. In fact, it's not often about just that person who's getting praise. About the team noticing what behaviors get praised. And as a result, they may all exhibit that behavior much more often. The first, do it now. Like do it right away. As soon as you see someone exhibit that positive behavior or achieve that win, give them that positive feedback right away or as close to the moment as you can. Don't make a note of it and go, okay, well, at our next monthly all hands meeting, I'll make sure to open up with that piece of praise. It may work great for the meeting, but guaranteed it's not as powerful as giving people praise in that moment. That doesn't mean it can't be public. You may want to save it for the meeting because you wanted it to be public. You can still give that public praise and moment. Send a team-wide email with a shout out for what you just observed and how fantastic it is. Do the same thing in your Slack channel or in a group text message. You can find a way to praise someone publicly much more quickly than waiting for the next meeting. The second thing to keep in mind in positive feedback is to be specific. Comment on the specific action, the specific win, the specific thing you heard. Not just, hey, you're doing a great job, or not just, remember when you did a thing and man, that was awesome. Be specific about what you observed. The way that you handled questions from those clients and turned them into a buying decision, that was fantastic. And we could all learn a whole lot more about how to push a conversation forward through client questions from you. Great work. That's specific, the specific behavior you observed. And then the next piece to do after you comment that, the third thing you want to make sure to do is explain why it matters. Connect it back to how it serves the team or how it brings us closer to our objectives, but explain why that behavior behavior matters. That way you're sure that not only did this positive feedback serve to make that person feel great about their job, but you are going to get great behavior out of everybody in the team much more often. Now you could go a long way through a discipline known as appreciative inquiry, where you actually just specifically focus in on giving your team just positive behavior. But there are going to be people who need to receive constructive criticism. There are going to be people for whom behaviors have to be addressed, underperformance has to be addressed, and there's no other way to put it, but this conversation sucks. It's hard to have this conversation. Yeah, I I get it, but most things that are worthwhile are difficult. And that's the reason we're asking you as a leader to do it. Here's a couple key things to keep in mind as you're having that constructive feedback conversation. The first element, and this is actually similar to giving praise, that is to be specific. Comment on specific behaviors. Don't assume you know the intent behind these behaviors and don't assume you know the reason this behavior or this underperformance happened. Stick to the facts just the facts, what you observed, why it either didn't live up to expectations or why it's potentially causing damage to the team, stick to the behaviors. And once you've commented on the behaviors, it's okay to make suggestions for how that behavior might be improved, but it's even better to co-create possible solutions. In other words, once you've had this conversation with somebody about the behaviors you observed and what needs to change, You wanna bring them into the conversation about how they could act differently next time or what developmental skills they have. You wanna make sure that you have their buy-in on what needs to change. And the best way to do that is by involving them in the change, remind your people that the reason you're giving them constructive criticism is that you believe they can get better. You believe they're capable of higher levels of performance. One of my favorite studies in education of all time looked at what comments teachers could add to their students' papers after they were grading them and found that when teachers added 19 simple words, they could dramatically improve the number of times that students were willing to revise their papers and the overall quality of the revision as well. Those words, I'm giving you this feedback because I have high expectations for you and I think you can meet them. And I think it'd be amazing if every leader closed every constructive feedback conversation with something similar. We're having this conversation because I have high expectations for you and the team has high expectations for each other, But we know that you can achieve them. Part of the reason that people don't believe failure is feedback and people don't connect constructive feedback to actually getting better is that leaders struggle so much to have that feedback conversation that the end result is the individuals just feel judged and not coached. Coaches give constructive feedback, but they do it all through that lens of improving somebody and bringing them to a level that their potential indicates they can get to. And to bring it full circle, probably the final thing worth mentioning is that after you give somebody constructive feedback, they are hopefully going to make an effort in the next few days to change their behavior. And when they do, go back to the lesson on giving people positive feedback and make sure that you are making sure that they know that their change of behavior is noticed by giving them some positive feedback. Again, the goal here isn't to serve somebody a compliment sandwich and shove some terrible piece of bad news into two stale pieces of generic praise. The goal is to get clear about what behaviors need to change and then praise people along the way to that change. And if you do that, you'll actually make sure that your people do reach that potential. You'll make sure that the entire team rises to that level of potential. And you'll make sure you've built an individuals and a team that helps everybody do their best work ever. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. And while you're there, leave a rating and review because it helps share these messages with many, many more people. And if you really liked it and you wanna go deeper, then check out the amazing resources we have for you at davidberkus.com resources. Guaranteed there's something in there that'll help you or your team do your best work ever.